guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another ESL podcast. And today was a fantastic one. As a matter of fact, man, within this 31 minute video of Toic Man, I amassed 188 views. Not so many comments because, again, Thai population, they don't really comment much, but man, it was fantastic. Because, of course, the morning after, I amassed probably upwards to 300. So this was a massive success. I know a lot of you out there are taking TOEIC and stuff like that. So, again, I like focusing on different areas. Uh, not just, obviously, IELTS, which is a huge one. TOEFL, which is a huge one. But this was very, very beneficial for a lot of people. I had a consistent 10 viewers and whatnot. So, listen to how I discuss this. Now, guys, if you actually watched some of my videos from a long time ago on YouTube... You probably would have seen me doing this specific segment at some point, but not that in-depth, okay? Because obviously, I've been doing TOEIC for a plus two years on top of that. So my depth and the meaning and the different things that I dive and delve, you know, I, you know, dive into, it's more in-depth than what it was the first time I had done it. So guys, this is a reading segment. Again... Focusing on the specific detail question first, going into vocabulary, doing the ones with numbers, obviously at the very, very top, that's the number one priority before you do the, what is the memo about, what is the purpose about, these are techniques, these are quick ones, and again, for anyone out there, if you guys want to follow me on my Facebook page and look at and watch these videos live every Wednesday, uh, 4 p.m. Bangkok, Thailand time, that's GMT plus seven time zone. Let me know, and if you're interested, you just make sure you get in touch with me, and with without further ado, let's just get into this, because I know you guys are just aching for this bad boy. Guys, welcome back to another live episode. If this is the first time you are tuning in, man, thank you so much. Guys, this is the first of its kind, all right? We're doing TOEIC. That's right. Today, we are doing TOEIC. I really do hope that this specific um, blog had posted just now. I wanted to hurry up and post that blog for you guys because for some reason it's showing that it wasn't really a post. But nonetheless, guys, I'm going to be showing you and walking you through a lot of things today. So for all of you who do not know me, because this one is going to be specifically catered to, of course, the uh, Japanese, the French, and the Thai audiences. Because, again, every Wednesday, I'm going to have this specific uh, live coaching for all of you uh, who are learning TOEIC. So, for those of you who have been following me already, you guys know that I've been doing a lot of IELTS. I do a lot of IELTS teaching and stuff like that. Uh, but I also do other specific um, what is it? Other specific test preparation courses. Thus, why I am a critical asset in the coaching world. So, again, what had happened was I realized that there was a Thai group, well, a, a group where they post a lot of TOEIC things here in Thailand. And I said, okay, let me post a couple of things and let me see what responses I get. So, I put up polls, I put up different questions, and I've got a resounding response to all of them. So, I'm like, you know what, man, this can actually work. I'm going to hurry up and I'm going to, uh, you know, have a live video and see if people come on and whatnot. So I said, okay, because again, over the last probably couple of days, I've had people from uh, France subscribing to my emails, 
people that just just a significant amount of blog views on there. So I said, you know what? Let me start doing Toic every Wednesday. I'm going to hit reading comprehension first, which is obviously what I'm going to be covering today. And next week might be, I don't know, probably a part five or part six. So for all you Thai folks who are beginning to come in now, uh, my name is AJ, Kun AJ, okay? Now, for those of you who don't know much about this, that's all good. Kun means like Mr., right? So Mr. AJ, AJ's my nickname because Thai, Thai people, they cannot pronounce my first name, which is Arsenio, which the majority of you know me as. Uh, and I live out here in Bangkok. I've been in Thailand teaching for seven and a half years. I've been teaching TOEIC for like six years already. I know TOEIC like I do the back of my mind, right? Well, not necessarily. That's impossible. But nonetheless, I know TOEIC like I do anything else. And it's very, very easy to train and teach students on uh, TOEIC. And this is why I love doing it because it's very quick compared to TOEFL and IELTS. So with that introduction being said, guys, today I'm going to be focusing on reading comprehension. Um, I think I already have, oh no, that's actually my comment nonetheless. But again, these computer generated comments, it's very, very good for a lot of you out there. You know, maybe here and you know, in Thailand, you might not understand. You might say, I speak too fast. But luckily, StreamYard has developed a nice piece of tech equipment for their overall platform that translates everything. So you guys are getting the translations. And with that being said, guys, that is a four minutes down introduction. Today, we're going to be going over the reading comprehension. Let me hurry up and post my website where this specific blog will be uh, so you guys can tune into it. But I'm going to be doing a screen share uh, and I have my phone. Well, I have my phone right down here next to me so we can actually communicate, uh, you know, if you guys have any questions or whatnot. So in saying that, guys, what I'm going to do now, I'm going to screen share. All right. So sharing this screen is going to enable me to show you what I'm actually looking at. So with that being said, this is what I have in front of my face right now. And these are the basics that I'm going to be going over. <sighs> with that being said, people, reading comprehension, because I've taught, there is a huge storm coming. Oh, no. Damn it. Anyways, let's get back. Let's focus. Because I've taught TOEFL and IELTS for so long, I know exactly what te uh, what techniques are needed in terms of finding the answer, right? So today I'm going to go over the basics. If you haven't already tuned into my blog, I suggest you do because I took some very, very good notes and breakdowns of what I'm going to be discussing today, as well as a nice little interactive approach where you guys are going to answer some of the questions that will be on screen. Now, again, you guys don't have this book. Do not worry, but I'm just going to be going over some test taking tips. So first and foremost, your tactic number one, okay? You have to answer the easy questions first. That's what it comes down to. So based on, I know some of you are like, oh, double passages, those are very difficult. Not necessarily, because you know if there are four questions, more than likely two questions will be in the first passage and two questions will be in the second passage, right? Now, we know that the first question of the passage is always the most difficult. So your goal 
is to, again, do that one last because it's going to take the most time. This is what, this is the same technique I teach with IELTS, with TOEFL ITP, with TOEFL IBT, although IBT, sometimes you could go forward and backward because, again, internet-based test. So, um, but nonetheless, it would require you reading everything detail by detail. And then if you forget what you read, you're going to end up going back to the question and saying, oh, damn, what did I just read? This is a big problem with a lot of students out there. So if we can aim for specific detailed questions first, such as positive or negative, such as vocabulary questions, we will soon get a feel of what the overall passage is discussing. Believe me, especially with the specific information questions. So what I like to encourage all my students around the world to do is simply this right here. Do numbers first, okay? It's uh, Now, vocabulary questions sometimes in, you know, TOEIC, it's a little difficult, okay? Not as difficult as TOEFL ITP, but it's difficult, okay? You could do that a little bit later. You could do that after you get the specific information questions because once you get that, it's going to be a bit easier to answer. But I love numbers. I love prices. I love dates. I love anything that has either a proper noun, which is basically a noun with a capital letter, right? Because it's very easy to find within the passage, okay? And given the fact that the reading comprehension, there are probably only three, four paragraphs, depending on how long they are uh, within that passage, you guys can know, oh, okay, question, okay, answer one is here, two, three, and four. So you know that you're not, you don't have to read everything to find the answer because again, that's ultimately just going to waste time. So for all my students out there, tip number one, do numbers first. If there are numbers, I'm talking prices, I'm talking years, I'm talking before the end of the month, timeframes, adverbial clauses, whatever it may be, do those first because again, you can you have more time to focus on the bigger questions. After that, go for specific detail questions, all while finding some of those keywords. I'm going to show you an easier way to find keywords because I know a lot of you out there, you possibly, it's very difficult for you to, there are a lot of people tuning in. Hello, Maria, and hello, Mohammed. See, we got, some, we, got, we got an international crowd. We just don't have a Thai crowd. Love you, Thai folks. But again, we have an international crowd today. Um, so nonetheless, do your numbers. Do the proper nouns. Numbers, that includes years, prices. Proper nouns, specific detailed questions. Do the main purpose, main idea, inference questions after. So for those of you listening to me in podcast form, Main idea, inference questions. It's like, what is the purpose of the memo? Why is Mr. Jones writing this letter? Normally, that's in the first two sentences because when you write an email, you have to state what the intent of the email is in the first two sentences. Take that down as a note, okay? I know that from all these business English classes and courses and training and things I've done with companies out here in Bangkok, all right? Then what can be said or inferred about, see what I mean? You're going to have to think a little bit outside the box to get that. And so, again, leave it for last. 
Specific information will help you understand the overall meaning of what is being said, what is being inferred, okay? And who might read this advertisement? It all depends on the intent of the advertisement, which normally goes in the first two sentences or even the last paragraph. I'm going to show you a couple of things, okay? Vocabulary questions, shoot them aside, all right? Now, again, I'm not one of those people who say, okay, you should, you know, skim the passage. You should get all the key words. Let me give you an example of a technique that I don't like. So for everyone out there, I got some folks in Myanmar who are watching that, which is awesome. Um, if you look at this and you look at question number one and number two, for those of you listening in the podcast, I will recite it out loud. Number one says, when is the latest that notice can be given in order to get the maximum refund. Now, I don't want you to go to every question and underline when this, this, this. Now, again, the key words in number one is latest notice given maximum refund. The biggest key word or phrase in number one is maximum refund. So we need to see a, or we need to look for a paraphrase that best fits that description, which I've written on my blog in the comment section. So you guys make sure you tune into that. Do you got it? All right. So follow me. Follow me here. I do not like the, okay, when, okay, latest, okay, notice, in order to, Matt, it's wasted too much time. And then if you do that for A, B, C, and D, that's literally about 25 seconds gone. Why do that when you keep it in your mind and you hurry up and look for that maximum refund paraphrase? Let me give you another one for number two. What must people who want a refund on a fitness program do? So what's the ultimate, again, key phrase for this specific question? It's fitness program. So you're not going to look for the fitness program in the beginning, right? So let's look at this now, okay? Let's first look for fitness program because that's a little bit easier, okay? So we want to do the easy ones first. So if we hurry up and scan, because question number two is later, you're probably not going to do it. it, it you, it's going to be at the bottom. It's going to be in the second, uh, let's say the second passage, if you have a double passage, which I'll be doing over the next of course of so many weeks. So we have to look for the gym, the fitness program, okay? So again, is it in the first paragraph? Do you see fitness program? No. Second paragraph, no. It talks a lot about money and it says five business days. And then it says full amount. So I literally just found the first answer, okay? But let's keep going. We're looking for the fitness program. If there is a medical reason for the request, it must be received prior to the midpoint of the program. Program, ah, okay, I found it. Refunds for sports and fitness programs, the second line of the third paragraph, will not be processed until all gym and pool passes have been returned. There it is, okay? So I located answer number one, and I've located answer number two. So let's go back up. Let's understand this question number one, all right? Latest notice in order to get maximum refund. So I just saw five days. Second line, third line, okay, of the second paragraph. 
let me say this out loud, out loud for all my podcasters. If the request is received five business days prior to the first class, the amount refunded will be the full amount. And that is your answer. So let's look at A, five days before the first lesson. A is your answer. Now, if we look at B, after the first lesson, no, 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 no. It says prior. Prior means before. If you don't have basic to standard type of vocabulary, I've seen this a lot, living out here in Thailand, you guys might look at prior and say, that means what in Thai? What the hell? What the hell does prior mean? Man, I don't want to. You got to understand this basic vocab because the, again, a lot of this could be paraphrases, not as crazy as, you know, TOEFL, ITP, IBT, or IELTS, but believe me, it's a little bit crazy. All right. So prior means before. Now, B says after. B. Get the hell out of here. C, before the second class. No, here it says the first class. C, out of here. Do not overanalyze. That is a quick tip for all of you out there. Please don't overanalyze because some of you will try. Oh, my. Oh, my God. Especially in the group that I actually shared this with. Uh, Namphone, thank you so much for tuning in. And Fa, thank you so much for tuning in also. Okay, let me get a breather. A lot of people have a tendency of overanalyzing, okay? Meaning you want to think, 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 think on top of thinking, okay? Now, it's kind of like IELTS, the true, false, and not given. I've seen students say, well, it didn't say this, but it said this, not necessary. I don't want to hear your, your, your theories behind it. Go with your instinct. Do not change your first answer, okay? And no overanalyzing. Those are three te- Those are three tips, hard tips for you guys. Because again, in the second line, it says five business days prior to the first class. Now, I told you guys about maximum refund. The paraphrase for that is full amount. This is how you find your answer. Some of it's paraphrase, some of it's not. Kind of like fitness program. So this one's a little tricky though. I know some of you are like, oh, it's a little tricky. By the way, for anyone who's interested, this is the tactics for TOEIC book. It's been out there for the longest and believe me, it prepares you. I know there's a lot of TOEIC books in Japan and Korea, all over the place. I know I have a lot of Japanese contingent. Love you guys. You guys listen to me from all parts of Japan. Ooh, the thing is, man, you got to make sure it's hard, okay? Because I don't like training easy. I don't like coaching easy. I don't like teaching easy. Because if I teach you easy, you go to the exam and you get smacked right in the face, you're going to come back and say, Arsenio, why didn't you teach me hard? That's one of the big problems. Train very hard so when the time comes for you to execute, it's easy. All right. Now, with saying that, number two, what must people who want a refund fitness program do? We found fitness program. It's right down here. Refunds for sports and fitness programs will not be processed until all gym and pool passes have been returned. Go back up. 
they want a refund on a fitness program, what must they do? What must they do? Don't get thrown off. I'm going to show you something called a distractor right now. Because that distractor is the if clause at the beginning of the third paragraph. If there is a medical reason for the request, it must be received prior to the midpoint of the program. However, that does not relate to the fitness program. The fitness program was mentioned after that. In the same sentence that says refund. So if you guys, this is called a ridiculous distractor. Because if you see this right off the back, you're like, huh, you know, Arsenio, let me blow this up just a little bit so you guys can see this because I think it's a little bit small on the screen. Okay, there we go. All right, so you guys should probably be able to see it a little bit better. Okay, so again, if you guys go up and it says give their instructor notice that they cannot attend, again, in the third paragraph, people, that's where your answer is. You don't have to look up. In the second paragraph, it's all about money. Administration fees, first class, second class, amount refunded, second lesson, blah, 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 blah. We're looking for refunds and fitness programs. The only, where, the only place that that is mentioned is in the third paragraph. Now, again, A, it says their instructor. Do you see their instructor in the third paragraph? No. So A is gone. All right. Now, how about this? Provide a medical reason for the request. This is a little tricky because if there is a medical reason for the request, okay, it must be received prior to the midpoint of the program. But what is it talking about? Is it talking about the fitness program? No, it's referring to what was said in the second paragraph. In the last sentence of the second paragraph, it states, quote, from the second lesson onwards, no refunds credits will be issued. If there is a medical reason for the request, it must be received prior to the midpoint of the program. Boom. That is a completely different answer for a completely different part of it. So guys, again, that's very, very, very important, all right? So again, let's look at this next one. Give back their gym and pool passes. Mm. If you guys chose this one, for anyone out there who's watching, if you said this, you got it correct. Why? Refunds for sports and fitness programs will not be processed until all gym and pool passes have been returned. That's how you get a refund on your fitness program. That's your answer. And D, give notice to the midpoint of the program, but what does that refer to? Yes, I see it. Yes, I know some of you are like, but wait. Yes, I see it. It must be received prior to the midpoint. I see it, but it's not talking about the refunds for the fitness program. Do you guys understand? Just want to say hello to Michelle, Tangmo, No, Tanya. Thank you so much for tuning in. Be sure to comment. Don't be scared. And you guys better check me out. Any questions, let me know. <sighs> guys, that was a two-question little rundown of what you may potentially see. No, just the basics. I just want to walk you through this. So to sum up what I just taught you, don't waste time skimming and scanning. Two questions. You have a double passage, maybe five questions, more than likely 
two in the first, two in the second. The third one, there's a 70% chance it's in the first passage. I don't want you looking in wrong places for the answers. You're just letting time go by. Time that could be very, very important for the crazy passages, which I'll be going over in the next three years, okay? So that's your first one. The second one, you don't have to underline all the key phrases, all that stuff. I know a lot of your teachers have taught you that. If you look at number one, when, latest notice, all that, and then, okay, underline, five days before lesson, okay, number two, after first lesson, but before the second, okay, number three, before the second class, after the first, okay, number four. No, it just takes too much time. It's time consuming. I don't like it, all right? So get rid of that also. I don't like that technique. I showed you number one, maximum refund. Number two, refund. Refund on what? Fitness program. Okay, go get it. Now, second paragraph is where the first answer is. Third paragraph is where the second answer is. That's how you break these down. So with that being said, 27 minutes. All right, what we're going to do is I have a nice little one here. Remember I told you about the whole specific information thing. So what we have here, and for those of you listening to me on my wonderful uh, podcast, is a nice little letter, okay? Now, there's a guy named Alberto Romero, okay? Now, he lives in Ohio, USA, and he's writing to uh, Mr. Romero. So, again... He wrote down Mr. Romero's address at the top left hand, and then he wrote down his name. Don't be fooled. Don't believe that there's a Romero sending it to another Romero. The sender always writes their signature at the bottom. And that signature and the name is Alex Andreas. Okay? So looking at those two paragraphs, we can understand this is very straightforward stuff. So if I look here, The first question is, for whom is this letter intended? Is it intended for Alberto Romero? Well, if you have a problem in understanding context information, this could be a big, big issue. Because then you'll be like, oh, my God. Yes, it is for Alberto, uh, for Mr. Romero, because Mr. Romero's name is at the top left-hand corner. Negatory, okay? Dear Mr. Romero, it's for Mr. Romero. The person, the sender, is Alex. So, yes, don't get A and D confused. Who is this letter intended for? That means for the person. The sender is Alex, okay? There's no John, there's no Benjamin. The sender is always the one with the signature at the bottom, Alex. The person intended for, top left-hand corner, Alberto, all right? It sounded a little confusing at the beginning, but now you guys understand. So, oh my God, I'm sweating. Here we go. Number two, what kind of job does the applicant want? We have A, human resources, B, advertising, C, marketing, D, sales. Number three, where did Mr. Romero want, we're talking an if conditional, want to work? Did he want to work in Britain? in North America, in Eastern Europe, in Asia. We're going to make this interactive now. So for all of you out there, we know that answer number one is probably in that first paragraph. Answer number two is in the next paragraph. So here we go. 
We're going to make this interactive. You're going to answer those questions, okay? So again, for my folks on my podcast, what kind of job does he want? HR, advertising, marketing, sales. Number three, where Mr. Romero want to work, not where he did, not the past. We're talking about the future. Where does he want to work? You're probably going to hear a reference in regards to the past, but don't be fooled. Okay, Britain, North America, Eastern Europe, and Asia. So what we have here, okay, is me reciting it out loud, and I'll be waiting for all of your answers. So (sighs) this letter is to thank you for your application to join our international sales team. Unfortunately, we must inform you that due to the large number of highly qualified applicants, that apply for the position of Eastern European sales representative. We have already filled all positions that were advertised in the May issue of the human resources. Oh my God. Human resources bulletin. Next, as you know, administrative and marketing positions in our European and Asian Pacific offices regularly become available during the year. And we could welcome your application for future international postings so your answer lies within that first paragraph for both of them you guys probably heard it so what i can do i think you guys will be able to see it let me just okay let me blow this up just a little bit okay uh let me just hide that yes oh no well that stinks okay for some reason it just said hide so let me go back to it do not worry do not fear I'm going to screen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, here we go. Yeah, it works. Okay. Uh, I'm tripping right now. All right, so here we go. You got HR, advertising, marketing, sales. What is he doing? What is he applying for? Now, remember, again, application to join our international sales team. Unfortunately, we must inform you that due to the large number of highly qualified applicants, where, where? They applied for the position where in the Eastern European or for the Eastern European sales representative. So that is what he was wanting. And that's the location where he wanted to work. That's what he wanted to do. And that's where he wanted to work. This is how you break down the reading passages. Okay. Now it's always good to look at the, sentence after because more than likely that's where your answer is going to be for sure also so in saying that again this letter is to thank you for your application to join our international sales team okay thank you very much mr romero unfortunately we must inform you that due to the large number of highly qualified applicants that apply for which position and where eastern european sales those are your two answers And that's how you do it, people. So with that being said, oh my goodness gracious. (sighs) Guys, every Wednesday, 4 p.m., Bangkok, Thailand time. Wherever you guys around the world, I have a lot. I have a huge international contingent. Uh, Jimenez, uh, we got a lot of folks out here in Thailand who have tuned in and whatnot. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Every Wednesday, I'm going to have a TOEIC live coaching episode this is going to be converted into podcast form and it will be on my youtube okay so you could refer to it back on my page or 
you can just, you know, watch it on YouTube and I will have it in podcast form if you want to practice your listening too. I've seen that a lot of my, you know, my, uh, the Japanese that actually listen to me, they love my TOEIC episodes. They listen to it like crazy because TOEIC is very, very important out there. Obviously taking English for, you know, work purposes to get a higher level job is, is, is the thing out there right now. So Every Wednesday, all right, what I'm going to do, I'm going to go in that Facebook group and I'm going to post what would you like me to focus on next week? Is it going to be part one, two, three, four, five, six, or maybe seven again? And I'm going to see what you guys think. But nonetheless, I'm going to go with probably the second choice, which might be part five. We might go over some grammar next week. All right. So with that being said, man, guys, I just want to say thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for tuning in to this wonderful, wonderful coaching session. Lots of people came in. Lots had come in during this time. Just want to say thank you, guys. If you have any questions, if you guys want to inquire about live coaching, uh, let me know. If you guys want private coaching, like, you know, private group coaching, let me know. And if you want me to do classes online, which is like the third tier, um, with other people from around the world, let me know. Okay. So with that being said, I'm so grateful for all of you who have tuned in. I hope this helped tremendously. And if you guys have any questions or have any questions about products or whatnot and my coaching, you let me know. And with that being said, thanks so much for Thailand. Cup, cool, cup. And for everyone else out there, gracias and uh, arigato gozaimasu. And that's all I got. Sorry, guys. Oh, Shishin, but oh, Shin Chow. There we go for my beautiful Vietnamese folks. But nonetheless, guys, I'm out of here, man. Stay tuned for more. I'm your host, as always, over and out.